0: This relies on the patterns that we see in past elections, uh, the voting patterns, as well as um, the fact that people, when they vote, they don't vote uh, randomly. There are um, things that influence how they vote and so on and so forth. Now, when we take those patterns, we can then group them, or the voting districts, group those voting districts results from them, into what we call clusters and those clusters will contain each one you know voting districts that have similar voting patterns now once we've got those results or rather those clusters we then throw away the past election results and once the current election results start coming in let's say five percent of the vote has been counted we then take the results from various Uh, voting districts and we use those results within the clusters to predict or project what the outcome is going to look like at 100% so with 5% of the uh, votes counted we can be able by using the clustering method to predict what the future or rather the outcome at the end is going to be
1: so um, why 5% first and foremost you know Do you you
0: okay? So here's what happens: Um, the patterns of um, the results coming in as the counting happens um, does not happen randomly. Okay, now uh, urban uh, voting districts tend to release their results early, and the rural ones uh, later on. If you think of uh, the fact that. Um, Different parties will have different appeals in um, urban areas versus rural areas and so on and so forth. The initial results will then give you a false projection if you only go by those results. But if you use this clustering method that takes advantage of past voting patterns, you can be able to then um, counter that false um, trend that comes at the beginning of course at the end it all converges into what the final results will be Um so that's how it uh, essentially works Now, an example um in two thousand and nine early on in the counting at about eight percent um... the ANC was um, at sixty one percent our Algorithm showed that it would end at sixty five point seven percent. of course, in the end it got sixty five point nine percent but at five, uh, at that eight uh, percent, if you had projected with only the eight percent, you'd have said no ANC would only get sixty one percent but we said no it will be sixty five point seven so that's, that's the word, the value of this algorithm.
1: And what about new entrants? Because uh, you, you you don't have anything to go on as far as they are concerned with past trends.
0: Okay, um, new entrants are a particular challenge and um, what then happens is that uh, you try to use um, demographic uh, information from the areas in which they are coming in, the kind of appeal that they have, and so on and so forth. So those pose. A particular challenge, and of course, uh, you know that uh, with the coming elections, we do have uh, one or two new entrants. In the past, we've had uh, the EFF coming in, we've had COPE coming in as well, um, and so on and so forth. But um, our prediction has not been too far off. Of course, it's a challenge, but. We'll see what happens this time.
1: Indeed. And also uh, the independent candidates, because, you know, um, (coughs) uh, surely it would be easier to track a party that would have some sort of track record, some sort of trend that you can actually analyze. But what about individuals who now suddenly enter the fray? Do you cluster them together and work on it that way? How does it go?
0: So um, much of what we uh, report on is uh, on the larger parties uh, that have significant support and uh, votes. Um, The smaller uh, parties um, and independents as well uh, we then cluster them into um, a category that we may call other and the trends in those areas or in in that category are then dictated by the complete group that um, they are classed
1: Well, I tell you what, uh, I can't wait to speak to you again tomorrow morning well. when those results do start coming in and uh, we can throw forward those predictions that have been fairly accurate in the past.
0: Well, we look forward to uh, the process as it unfolds and we also encourage the voters to
1: go out and exercise their rights. I must tell you, without a doubt, one of my most exciting moments in an election coverage is when we speak to CSIR on the morning after the votes were cast and when they start making those predictions. Because you you could take them to the bank for the most part as to how it's going to play out. Uh, Dr. Ndumi Soklingo, thanks so much for stopping by. And thank you for having me.